The bombing of Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, plunged the United States into the Second World War, disrupting the lives of millions of American residents. Among them were thousands of people of Japanese descent. Historian Alicia Barber tells the story of one Nevada family's experience in this segment of Time and Place. At the time of the United States' entry into World War II, Nevada's Japan-born population was relatively small, only around 750, with the largest number working at the copper mines near Ely. Misachi Nishiguchi, who went by Sam, was a section foreman for the Western Pacific Railroad in Gerlach, about 120 miles north of Reno. He had immigrated to the United States from Japan in 1900 at age 15 and found work in Utah laying track for the railroads. He and his wife Yano, also a Japanese immigrant, had moved to Nevada with their eight children in 1933. Executive Order Number 9066, issued in February of 1942, authorized the federal government to deem anyone of Japanese heritage living on the Pacific Coast a potential threat to national security. Nearly 120,000 of them were forced into internment camps for the duration of the war. Nevada's Japanese population was not universally detained, although in most cases their bank accounts were frozen and their movements were restricted. Sam's oldest son, Roy, had joined the U.S. Army early in 1941. He was stationed at Fort Ord near San Francisco in February when one of his sisters called with the news of his parents, as he recalled in 1992. The railroad kept my dad on the job from December the 7th to the latter part of January and kicked him out, took a job away because... Being a Japanese national, he's a, a security risk. So they ordered him to leave the railroad property while the whole town of Gerlach was on railroad property. So they didn't know what to do. Railroads throughout the defense area of the American West had dismissed all workers born in Japan as well as American-born Japanese, citing the risk of sabotage. Because Roy's siblings were American, they were allowed to remain in town, but his parents were not. A few of Roy's friends quickly found a trailer for them to live in. They took the trailer off railroad property, which meant that it was out in the desert, out in the brush, stuck out there in the boondocks. And that's what my mother and dad lived in for about three months through the winter. No toilet facilities, no nothing. As soon as he could get permission, Roy made his way to Gerlach to check on them. So I walked out there, and there was that trailer. Out of nowhere, just large enough to hold a double bed. That was all. I knocked on the door and I could hear my mother and dad talking. They were afraid. They were scared. So I could hear them whispering. So I called out and I said, Roy. So my dad opened the door then. I didn't think it happened in America, but it sure did. After a few months, with the help of friends, Roy's parents and siblings were able to move to Reno, where they could all live together. Seven years after the war ended, the U.S. adopted the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952, which made Japanese nationals eligible for citizenship for the first time. One of the first in Washoe County to apply was Sam Nishiguchi, who, along with his wife Yano, became naturalized Americans in 1953. For KUNR, I'm Alicia Barber. Historian Alicia Barber is the editor of the website and smartphone app Reno Historical.